It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to All New Look Back in Amber. From exclusive interviews to interesting inside insights, since 2010, we've been the best place to be for all things audio for us Newport County fans. Coming up in the next 45 minutes, I'm Ramsey and I've got the big questions. I'm Stephen and I've got the commentary highlights and I'll be asking, is substance over style the way forward? Hi, I'm Luke and I have the post-match interview with the assistant manager Joe Dunn and I would like to ask about the new reward system that we heard about yesterday afternoon. All interesting stuff. We'll have another clip from our chat with Newport's number three. Never miss out. Subscribe to the podcast or make sure you listen live at 3pm on the Sunday, 7pm on the Wednesday after all League 2 home matches and this FA Cup special. Hey, so uh, very strange to be after uh, an FA Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. So it all began at 1pm. In the marquee with the NC Warmup team, the kids from Griffithstown FC Reds, not many of them. They were a little bit shy, Aww. but we uh, we did get the best out of them, so that that was pretty cool. Then we had the uh, the chat of the day, which was Newport County's Kent in the community, mm. which is something that we should know really a lot about, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But I don't know a lot about it, and Daryl was hosting the marquee, and he said, wow, I can't believe how much they do. It's a fantastic football club, isn't it, that Absolutely, we got? Absolutely, yeah. And then on top of that, then we had the All Request Disco, which is always a lot of fun and really, really good. So that was the marquee. Uh, we continue at 3pm in the compi with you 2 but no Chris Chappell. No, no, no. Chris Chappell. was on daddy duties. But Chris Lucas was there on football mm-hmm. duties, so that's yes. fine. Mm-hmm. We are very pleased to be in your ears with our look back number at this FA Cup match against Colchester. Before we go into the normal show, we need to pay a little bit of a tribute, don't we? Yeah, well, talking about the uh, FA Cup, sad news this week. It was announced that Ronnie Radford, who spent two seasons in Newport County uh, between 1969 and 1971, he sadly passed away. Uh, he was fought in Newport County, Player of the Year in 1969-70, before leaving for Hereford. He'd be remembered for his goal that not Newcastle United out of the FA Cup after Hereford doing the replay to win 2-1 and they were managed, well, at the time, future Newport County manager Colin Addison of thought to go out with his family at this sad time. I believe it was a one minute's range of applause. Yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. OK, Stephen, Colchester's recent form. We can throw out the window, can we, for the FA Cup or can we? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Colchester United went into this match with one win in uh, 13. The last match that they won was against Harrogate in October. In the last five league matches, Colchester had drawn two, lost three, including that 1-0 defeat to Newport in the last home game. But in cup matches this season, Colchester have uh, won one and lost one in the EFL Cup. They beat Ipswich and then they eventually lost to Premier League Brentford. In the EFL Trophy, Colchester have won two against Brighton and the 21s and Charlton. They drew against Gillingham, but they lost on penalties. 
Finally, Colchester have gone past round one in only two of the last seven seasons, reaching round two in 21-22 and round four in 2015-16. Also, a little bit of housekeeping before we get Luke and his county lineup. If you hear a bit of background noise today, there's a children's party <laughs> in the Neon, which is a great yep. place to have a party, everybody. And I th- thoroughly recommend you book at neon.co.uk. That's not in the script, by the way. I just like to throw that in there. I think so, your check's in the post. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I can hear echoes of cha-cha slides as, we've, uh, as we were getting ready for the show. Luke. Bring us back to normal. And you put County lineup yesterday. So real sense of deja vu yesterday. Colchester, who was Graham Cochran's first county game in, in charge of county, and it was the same lineup. We had Joe Day in goal, James Clark, Priestley, Farquharson, and, and Mickey Demetrio is a back three. Cameron Norman, Adam Lewis as the wing backs. James Waite, Scott Bennett, Nathan Royal Welsh in midfield. Omar Bogan, Will Evans up front. Okay, let's hear what happened yesterday afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome to Ronnie Parade for this FA Cup first round match between Newport County and Colchester United. Six places and five points separate these two sides in League Two. But it's the magic of the Cup this afternoon at Ronnie Parade. Stephen Howell on commentary duties here today in place of uh, Chris Chappell. And uh, with me I've got a man who always likes to make a big bang. It's Luke Lewis. Yeah, good afternoon. It's nice to be filling in for, for Chris, as you said. Magic of the Cup. We've had some famous nights here on the parade. Newport County unbeaten in the last three matches under Graham Cochrane. Drawn in the last two at Northampton Mansfield and winning the last match against Colchester United. The last six matches, Newport have won one, drawn two and lost three. And they've kept two clean sheets in their last three matches. So the visitors, we believe, are lining up at a 4-1-4-2. So they've got O'Hara in goals, Chamadeo, Chambers, Eastman, Clampen across the back, Judge in front of the back four, Ashley, Chilvers, Chesters and Noble as the midfield four with Freddie Sears up front. Uh, oh, there's a missed kick there. Will Evans has got it. He's played it out to Adam Lewis. He's got room to run into down to the left-hand side. Ball played in. Ooh. Mariah Welsh picks it up now. Bogle holds the ball up, turns inside, plays it into weight in the area, but it's snuffed out by the Colchester defender. Well, I think this game is starting to open up a little bit now, 16 minutes gone. In comes the throw, Clark at the near post, but it's cleared away, comes back out to Dimitri, he's going to let it go out of play for another throw. Here comes again. Is he going to mix it up? It's a bit longer this time. Oh, and it's gone in! Cameron Norman with the goal! His head is flicked on! And I think it hit the Colchester player and beat O'Hara! So we're up and running here at Roddy Parade. It's Newport County 1, Colchester United 0. And that's Cameron Norman's first goal of the season. We were saying that these throw ins are the goodest corners. And we just, you were just proved exactly right there. Yeah, we said as well, Colchester have kept a clean sheet in 16 games, bring that 17, one your county, come on. There's minutes go to half-time, like you said, yeah, it's been end-to-end action-packed first half. I think Newport County have, have uh, sparked into life in the first half, and hopefully there's more fireworks to come in the second. So, there we go. Referee Robert Madden blows for half-time. So, no, no changes at the start of the second half. Wait now, picks the ball up. He sends the ball in, but it's blocked. 
Long ball, Cameron Norman. Will Evans picked it up in the wide left position. He's got Dimitri with him. Straight away crosses in. It's fallen to Bogle in the area. Oh, but it's cut out by Ashley there. So here we go. 52 minutes gone. Corner comes in. Bogle's looking to get on the end of it, but it's cleared away. So, Luke, what have you made of the uh, start of the second half? Yeah, so far I think we've looked quite solid this first first few minutes of the second half. I think the message at halftime would just be try not to concede and well, keep going as you are. First half we didn't look like we were going to concede and we created a few real good opportunities. Oh, good ball. Finds weight. Plays Bogo. One, two, we wait. Wait running towards the area. Norman's there. Low ball into... Low ball into the boxing towards Bogo, but it was cut out there. But that was a really, really promising Newport County move there. Good interception there. Kinday now, he's held the ball up. Good, strong forward play by the Colchester man, but Bennett has won the ball. Back with Norman now. Will Evans looking to make a run, but Norman's not seen him. Ball's in field, wait now, plays it to Will Evans. Triangle ball out to Aaron Lewis, and it's a goal! Aaron Lewis has set Rodney Parade alight here today. Newport County with a brilliant counter-attack. Get that all-important second goal to give him a cushion. Lovely move. Nice ball out wide towards Bogle. He's got Lewis Collins running down the wing, if you can see him, but he hasn't. First touch for Collins there, Dolan, Bogle, Dolan again, there's a nice move here, lovely flick pass in, into the path of Will Evans, on here's Mighty Dolan, oh and it's off the post, and an acrobatic kick again by Dolan, wow, 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 what an impact that would have been from the substitution, a lovely build up play there between Dolan, and he took his shot but it comes back off the post, and then he acrobatically tries to put it in, but unfortunately for him it goes wide. But a brilliant move by County, and that's the last move of the game. They go into Monday's draw, full of confidence. So here at Rodney Parade, it finishes Newport County 2, Cotster United 0. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Luke. Brilliant commentary. We will find out what they think about that in a couple of seconds' time. In the meantime, let's hear a listen. Joe Dunn. The assistant manager and the rest of the team and the rest of the staff and the whole club are delighted obviously the key thing in these games is to get through to the next round um, irrespective of sometimes performance and the key was get into the next next round as we said and we've done it and we're, we're delighted and i thought in in the end um, we did it comfortably for most of the game it wasn't a classic um but you needed that second goal though didn't you yeah i thought um i thought you, it wasn't a classic it was a bit of a Stodgy game at times, and uh, listen, to be fair to Colchester, they changed their system again, and um, we took a bit of adjusting to that, but I thought once we came out in the second half, I thought we were really on the front foot and did really well. And once they then, once you, sorry, then forced them to come out, you played some great stuff in the last 20 minutes, perhaps could have got a third? Yeah, probably, um, Matty Dolan, and, and maybe one or two other good moments that we uh, probably should have finished off with in. We've had a free week this week and we've been able to work on some things that we wanted to get more combination in our game and uh, we certainly saw that with the second goal and we could have probably scored a third goal and we always looked a threat on the counter-attack if you like, forward obviously they had to come out and it left uh, a few spaces and a few gaps and um, gladly we took, we took our opportunities. 
Momentum is a big thing in football. Before you came in, this club had momentum going the wrong kind of momentum. You very much got it now going the other way with five unbeaten, the best run of the season. Yeah, look, I've been here many times as a coach and a manager. and um, This club is about those type of momentums and they've had a lot of success recently and obviously went through a bit of a sticky patch, but that's no disrespect to anybody. Um, everyone associated with the club are used to good times here. So we're, we're trying to reignite that. Um, five games, I think it's five games now, is it? We include the game just before we come in also that we mustn't forget. Has given us an opportunity to keep it going. And as you say, clean sheets are, are vital. We, 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 we want to build from a clean sheet and today's another one. But making chances as well and good performances as well. And players stepping up and taking responsibility and that's key. And the players though will be relishing that trip to a, a Premier League club, won't they? Yeah, of course they will. I mean, you've had one or two here in, in recent times, and you've had, we've had some big clubs here in, in terms of FA Cup games, and, and cup, you know, so it's another big game, another big stadium. It's all part of the evolving history of the club, and um, we're delighted to be part of it. Could you go unchanged again? Is, is how hard would it be to to tell those players to go again with another some three that's games eight days? That's their job. Mm. They've played Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. We've, there's a couple of players playing in the team that have been rested sometimes and your job is to play and that's what you pay for and you play until you lose your short or something else happens so listen that, that, that's the way it is um, we have a reward system which is uh, I think fair and um, whichever team you pick it's their job to go out and win again it's that fear factor as well isn't it when you've got a squad of 20 knowing that there are some good players on that bench you, you wouldn't want to fight it's vital and we've called on substitutes and you know Matty's had to be patient for a moment and we took it today and could have, could have had a goal and uh, it's very important whoever we call on have to do a job if we won't accept we will not accept anything anyone coming off the bench or anyone standing that doesn't give us what we want um, so they need to be on it relationship with the with Graham, what was your relationship like with him? Are you Good, yeah, uh, we, we work together at Bristol and obviously Mansfield and uh, Graham um, loves, loves football, we just love football and um, we love energy, we've been brought up in an uh, environment not too dissimilar to, to here where you know, you've got you to fight to get what you get out of life and um, we just like working hard, we just like energy, we like people and if we're given an opportunity to try and make people better we try and take it. James Waite was given man of the match today. How how difficult would it have been to, for you to name a man of the match this afternoon? I thought he deserved it. I think it was the right decision. I think we've been working really hard with him in training. He's a young player who has so much enthusiasm for the game. His energy is infectious. And he's, he's one player that we've been working hard with, trying to develop his game. And I thought today, in the second half especially, I thought he had a real good game. His, his work rate, his commitment to the cause. Um, and as also his quality, especially the, the, in the second goal, the moment that he walked the ball twice, I think. So um, delighted for him, and uh, plenty more to come. He's a young lad who should, you know, plenty of confidence and belief in himself. Will uh, will be a crowd favourite. You mentioned about this club's rich history in cup competitions. How excited are you to add yours and Graham's stamp to cup history yeah, in this club? Look, if we get the opportunity to do that, great. You know, again, it'll depend on the second round. But it's not just cups, remember. It's um, it's uh, been promoted back to the league and listen, very close to being in the league above. Um, it's not just about the Cubs, this club, and never forget that. It's always there, thereabouts in the league. So um, we, we, we're, just, we're just 
honoured to be able to give them a chance to try and make our own history here and see how it goes. You mentioned about having a free week in training. How close do you think we are until we see a full Graham Con- Coughlin and your Steve Puck enter team? Or is that still a well, long way well, away? Well, four clean sheets and um, I think it's five wins on the bounce, four wins on the bounce, I think, for, for us, I believe. Um, I think you've seen that um, from what we came in from. Um, we're getting honest, hard-working committed players trying their very best to win games so uh, you're starting to see the element of, of that and the players are also the longer we walk with them we're starting to see what they know how we walk and what we're expecting from them and now Leicester on Tuesday do you see that almost as a free hit? for who? Leicester <laughs> 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 obviously um, oh it's a free hit in football I think that's one of the it, it, I get the expression but um I think, uh, listen, we're playing against the top side with a top manager. Um, world, world class, we're talking about world class, we're talking about world cup players here. So um, I don't think free hit is a word that goes together with it. We're going to try, go there and we're going to try and learn from the experience and do the best we can to represent the club as best we can. Thank you. New Book Kenji assistant manager Joe Dunn. Fantastic. There you go. And uh, Luke, you managed to make him all giggle as well for the right I reasons. Did, I did. I like that. We'll, uh, we'll pull that apart in a couple of seconds' time. Stephen. Yes. So you were on comedy duties? Yes, I was. In the main seat? I was. With yeah. the main man, Luke? Obviously. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> that way round. Um, what did you see? I think you said it in the press conference there. It was, it was never going to be a classic, was it, due to the uh, kind of where the two teams are in the league and also the weather was atrocious so yeah it wasn't wasn't going to make for a classic FA Cup tie took a while for either team really to create any meaningful opportunities I think the first chance came on 19 minutes for uh, Sears I think prior to that Newport County were the slightly better team looking looking better going forward trying to link up plays just that the moves weren't coming off County kind of edged the first half they had a few shaky moments at the back but luckily, I think uh, the difference now is that they're not getting punished for those shaky moments, which is what was happening under the previous manager. What do so you say those moments are not so shaky <coughs> as they were in the past then? Yeah, I don't think they're, they're happening as much, but I think what's happening is, yeah, they're not getting punished. I think that's, that's the big difference at the moment. Um, yeah, but they are a lot better. I think it was really important that Newport got the first goal, give the team confidence and something to, something to build on and something to hold on to. But then Colchester come out, as you'd expect, in the second half. They made a bright start, made some changes, which, which was good for them. But, yeah, they didn't really trouble Newport, though. They didn't really force Jordan into making a save. And then, yeah, County got the second goal. Lovely move involving Lewis and Waite and Bogle. And, the, uh, yeah, that second goal was a thing of booty. They, they put together a few good moves during the match. And you can see, I think he spoke about it, the link-up play between the midfield and the forwards, you can start. He's starting to see it develop now, and I think yeah, it was just a really good. The defence was solid, kept a clean sheet again, which is really important. I think uh, that was a big positive. And all right, it's against a side who hasn't got much confidence at the moment, but I just thought yeah, it was a really, really good workmanlike professional performance yesterday from County. We were we were good for the victory yesterday. I think it could have been more. We started the game. It was even to begin with, but Colchester did look shaky at the back. It could have been more, I think. As the game went on, Colchester obviously had to come out and try and score because it was 1-0 up until quite late on. 
76 minutes. 76 minutes, yeah. Mm. And before that, Colchester were increasingly looking like they were scoring. Me and Stephen were saying on commentary, they look they look dangerous here. Yeah, they brought on um, Kinde, who was on Emesis. Labala was looking really lively when he came on as well. Hannant came on as well. Yeah, Hannant as well. He's a good player. So, yeah, you could see their changes were having a positive effect. County were kind of, yeah, on the back foot a little bit. But they didn't really create anything, did they? Austin was at 1-0. Yeah, yeah, I bet always. it's a cliche in football. You, as long as it's one 0 then you always have a chance to score. Absolutely, scoring. yeah. And I think, I suppose, with our with the recent uh, leakiness of the defence, you're always a bit worried, didn't you? So, yeah, they needed that second goal, didn't they? Yeah, I was saying on commentary. I think a third goal wouldn't have been a surprise either. I think we deserved mm. a third. I almost got one with uh, with um, Matty, Dolan at the Matty end. Dolan at the end, yeah, yeah but. As Stephen said, professional performance, workmanlike performance, and we're into the hat now for the second round. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, big big plus yesterday was, I, th- I think Priestley Farkson's growing into a, into his role now at the back. He's, you can see he's benefiting from playing regularly now. James Waite, I thought, had a terrific game, deserved man of the match. Uh, Will Evans was good. Is that good. James Waite's second man of the match in, in succession? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Great I think news. he's really. Sta- I said it in the commentary, he's really starting to grow, and I think. He's the type of player that Cockland would like, combative in the midfield, and I think Joe Dunn spoke about him there, that they're working with him as well. Aaron Lewis come on, and he, he, obviously he got the goal, but he was and he was just everywhere. He was popping up on the left, popping up on the right, popping up in, yeah, created a chance for Bogle. Popping up in the studio probably He'd be today. popping up in the studio soon, maybe. <laughs> He's you never very know. welcome. We, we've yeah. still got a few more player interviews that we need to get out there, but <laughs> so, uh, in the next run of player interviews, mm. he's definitely very welcome. It and feels very weird because what I'm hearing in the pre-match interviews and the post-match interviews, the words that they're using seem to be actually happening. And then the last manager, for whatever reasons, mm. he was talking about what he wanted to do, what the aims were, what wasn't happening, what he wanted to happen. Yeah. But it didn't happen, did it? Yeah. But I'm, I'm getting this, these two men are saying, Graham and Joe, is is really working. Yeah. 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 I just want to quickly see whether... Our, Am I in my rights? Is it a legitimate case to go down that we can compare this FA Cup match with league matches because it's the same sort of teams that are playing on this mm. particular occasion? So am I allowed comparisons? If you yeah, want to. I, yeah, I guess you are. Okay. The last team we played at home was called Chester. And yeah. we won one now. Now we've won 2-0. But I said a couple of weeks ago that the new manager, whoever it is, comes in and the, the general rule is, is to stop conceding goals. Yeah. Boom, that's done. Stop losing at home. Which you know just, yeah, just had to be fixed, and it and it now is. How many times have we said on this show that the ultimate stat that's needed is the goals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, goal scored and, and lack of goal scored against. And what I've seen so far is nil nils, the odd one nil. This is progression with two nil, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think. Um, well, when we first played Colchester, it was really difficult to judge his effect on the team because he'd only had like a day with them. Now he's had a, uh, you know, he's had two, two and a bit weeks. He had a full so, week as well this week on the yeah, training. Yeah, full week on training ground in. as well. So that, that's obviously made a difference. And yeah, you can just see the, the signs that uh, I think, like you said, he built from the back, and and then you can add to that. Then you know you can you can develop the style, and I think we're starting to see that now. I think it's something that was a, a theme before was that we were, you, you said we're not being punished was your quote a couple mm-hmm. of minutes ago. Yep. And we always felt that there was, and, and James used to speak about it, individual errors. Have the individual errors gone or has something changed to make sure they, if there are individual errors, they're compensated for? 
I think yeah, there's a big difference, and I think yeah, I think maybe there's more confidence in the team now. I think that's a big thing. You know, keeping clean sheets is going to build on that. Getting results is going to bring that as well. And like I said, there was a couple of moments yesterday at the back where it was a little bit shaky, but uh, and I just think yeah, there was a couple of mislead passes on times, but not nothing like what there was. I mean, and I think that's what the big difference is: is confidence. I think. The other thing that we had concerns about under the previous regime was the substitutions. And for me, what I heard yesterday was Newport County react to the Colchester substitutions. So it seems that Colchester subs made a difference and it was all looking positive for them. I think it feels that we might have folded that point previously, where this time mm-hmm. he's counteracted that. So was there a change in style of play when we brought our subs on? No, I think what he did was is he brought he took off Adam Lewis who who had a really good game was really good going forward, and then he brought on Aaron Lewis, uh, which was basically a like for like substitution. So that didn't really impact on the style of play. And you seen a player come on who was hungry for it and uh, produced probably one of his best performances in a county shirt for a long time. Yesterday as well, it's important we got through more than. In more than one sense, we had £41,000 in prize money yesterday, which we know how important FA Cup runs are for the club. And I think, especially at the moment with the cost of living crisis and the cost of energy crisis, it affects football clubs as well. It was going to affect Newport County. Gavin said that when he came in in terms of like the energy bills, the keeping the lights on on Roddy Parade, even the marquee on certain match days isn't open now or in previous years it would. So that forty-one. Grand for that game yesterday for getting through will come in handy potentially for the future in Newport County AFC. Yeah, it keeps you two in tea and coffee vectors, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. It does. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a good point well made. When you hear 2,300, it, it could feel quite depressing, but when you think that there was the other national sport yeah. taking place at the, at the same time as well mm. with the odd shake ball, that's more than one sport in Wales. <laughs> D- dare I say so that was going on as well and the weather was you know not quite as bad as it was predicted to be but it's it's, it's not pretty it's yet still there, pretty was it? rotten wasn't it, <laughs> it was yeah. so not bad all in all positive use substitutions um, I get in the feel that even though they're like for like it does seem to make a difference and that second goal was just golden wasn't it yeah, oh yeah it was a brilliant goal yeah, yeah I mean they threatened to do it a few times with some nice moves and yeah and as you could hear in the commentary I got quite excited it sounds, again, going from what I've heard there, it sounds that they're really keen to get the ball up to the top. I hear a lot of Mickey D- uh, Dimitrio throw-ins as well happening. Yeah. And is there more? are there more Mickey D throw-ins under this regime than under the previous one? Because it certainly feels like it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think every other word Stephen said yesterday was throw-in or Mickey Dimitrio, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, what, what, yeah, especially during the first half, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, but I think the way that we're playing now in terms of get the ball, we... I. We said on commentary yesterday it was more long balls. Yeah. It's not hoof ball. We're not seeing the return of hoof ball. No, you got told off that. I edited that out of the commentary. <laughs> Damn. It wasn't hoof ball, but there was a purpose to it. And obviously, if you're going long, then in terms of flick-ons and second balls, then maybe they might grow to play a bit more if that's the way you mm. want to play. And obviously, we know what Mickey Dimitri can do from long throws. They're almost like mini corners, as I think I described them yesterday. Yeah, we definitely definitely a feature of uh, of of these last few games that has been the set pieces. But when and you've got in Yamri, when you've got Mickey D, you may as well play to the team's strengths, get it to Mickey, throw it in, yeah. and a lot of the times it doesn't pay off from what I could hear. But when it does, 
it wins games. I think, yeah, I, th- I don't know. It, it seems to be, we just seem to be a little bit more threatening from them. I think I was getting a bit frustrated previously because by the time we were taking those throws, it allows teams to just go and defend and it's easy for them to defend. And I think sometimes, yeah, just it's a great weapon to have and you've got to use it, but just like mix it up now and again, that's all. Mm. Okay, we, we talk about this for days because mm. it's just so, so lovely seeing the improvements that are taking place and really interesting to see how they're coming about. And we'll talk more about where you talk points in a second. Luke, the absolute county, man of the match. Yeah, an absolute county. You can vote for your man of the match. I think the poll is still live. Your options Don't were... vote now, though, because it's too late. Oh, yeah, it's too late for, for your vote to be counted. But it's still open if you wanted to have your say. Aaron Lewis, James Wade, Cameron, Norman or other, which obviously you can let me know in the comments section who you think was man of the match. Stephen, who was your man of the match yesterday? Oh, James Wade, hands down. Aaron James Lewis Waits. got man of the match. Aaron Lewis, ah, okay. there you go. Well, yeah, but he only played like 15 minutes. Saying that, you had a very good like 15, 15 minutes, minutes, to yeah. be fair. Um, <laughs> Imagine yeah. what he could do for 90. Yeah, I know. Flamingo Bingo is back at the Neon, bigger and badder than ever before. A new breed of bingo is taking over the UK with live music performances, celebrity guest appearances, DJs and insane prizes. It's on Friday, the 25th November. Doors open at 7.30pm. Tickets available at theneon.co.uk. Right here. Right here. Right now. Right now. Newport City Radio. So for my talking point this week, I'm going to ask the question, substance over style, is this the way forward? There's a reason that we've kind of alluded to it already on the show, but I'm going to go into it in a little bit more detail in a minute. And under Graham Coughlin, have we got more substance over style now? Luke Lewis. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's going to take him a little while to get his input, his, his philosophies over to to the players. So he hasn't had much time on the training ground. I know he's had a full week, but what can you do in a full week in terms of your, yeah. your ideas and your philosophies? We're definitely seeing an improvement. I don't care how he plays as long as it's three points. At the end of the day, half five on Saturday, you'd rather three points than... On the board, three points on the board rather than 25 shots and 75% possession and 500 passes. You'd rather than yep. one, like 5% possession to win 1 0. Yeah, you know? I, think, I think that's exactly that's what's happening, isn't it? We're not having maybe as much of the ball, but what we're doing with it is a lot better. Well, Lamsey, what do you think? I, I don't know. I'll come to. It's, it's a very strange question about substance style. What is substance? What is style? Under the last manager, there was lots of talk about philosophy and, you know, just just the, the, the county way and stuff like that. It just feels like Green Cotterland's just turned around and said, yep, yeah, there is a heritage and a history to Newport County and we play to that rather than having this grand philosophy. He might have one. We don't know. We haven't really spoken to him enough yet or seen enough from him. So I've get, I just get this vibe that it's very much kind of... Back to basics, yeah. very simple, very straightforward, play to our strengths and little tweaks along the way. I suppose when you start a new season, the pressure is on the manager, isn't it, to, to make not only have great wins, but attractive mm. football as well. Yeah. I think at this point, any Newport County fan will take any win over anything <laughs> to get us up the league. And I, I, you know, I heard Joe Dunn say in his post-match, which uh, Luke got for us, that he mentioned something on the lines of to progress up the leagues. Something like that he said in there. And that was lovely. Mm. Because, again, we've gone from literally two, three weeks ago saying, I know this is an FA Cup match, but forgive me, but got me really worrying about our our future. So this guy within the space of, what, two, three weeks, turned Mm. around saying, "Uh, yeah, upwards. And I think you're right to think 
what he's done with what he's done with it is like the the messages. He's kept the messages simple, and I think he's done that for two reasons: one, he didn't have much time, and two, there's something to build on. And I think what what we've done is is he showed the defence up, and I think that was probably the first thing that he probably wanted to do. I think he's he's achieved that now. I think we're keeping clean sheets. This wasn't happening under the previous manager. I think the team is more. I think I spoke about it on the last podcast. I think we're more functional. I think we might not be having as much of the ball, or we might not be, uh, you know, having as many shots. But what we're doing with less possession and less shots is actually better because yeah. we're actually scoring. We're actually having maybe better clear cut chances and taking those chances. There's more of a purpose to us now. We've spoken about the long balls; just they looked aimless to me. It was just long ball. This has a purpose. It goes up to the front man. We're playing to their strengths, Bogle and Will Evans. They're holding the ball up. They're bringing the midfield into play. I think that's what they're working on as well is those relationships between the midfield and the forwards. I think that's a big, big difference. We wasn't seeing that under the previous manager because they were bypassing the midfield. Let's be honest, the ball was just going over the top of the midfield. They weren't getting a look in. This is improving over you know over two weeks, I think it is, since we last saw them play. You can see a, a marked difference again. And I think it has come down to the time on the pitch. And I just think, like you said, I think it's just real optimism at the moment going forward. That was one of the things I was going to mention is is the midfield. And uh, previous manager, one of the things we highlighted, I think, on the show is the lack of mm. going through the midfield. And now yep. we're going through midfield. We're, we're raving about James Waite today. Yep. Even Chris Kirwan was ranting and raving about him in his talking points on the mm. ARG. It's fantastic uh, at journalist article if you want to read it it's on their website he even said he could potentially fill in for the finners as role last season in terms of the creator yeah which we've seen james Wade has a lot of energy and and joe said that they've been trying to work with him as you mentioned earlier mm. and try and really develop his game which is something that james also said you've you as well got nathan mariah welsh who yeah, he played well yesterday. he played well yesterday he's someone who's got pace and can drive forward if need be, he's someone who can sit in. He's a real, I think yeah. the term is box-to-box. Box. Yeah, he can defend so. and attack, and he's got a really good engine to get up and down the pitch. Mm, yeah, and then they've got Scott Bennett in there, who's kind of, you know, allows those two to be a bit, bit more forward-thinking. Mm. So a uh, bit of experience for them as well. I think those ingredients are, are, are right at the moment. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A big club night is coming to the Neon. Legendary reggae DJ... 
Sir David Rodigan is here on Saturday the 19th of November. Doors open at 7.30pm and tickets are available at theneon.co.uk. Right here, right now. Newport City Radio. So for my talking point this week, I want to discuss the new rewarding system that we've heard about. But before we talk about it, let's hear from Newport County's Assistant Manager, Joe Dunn, on the situation. Yeah, look, um, when we came in, obviously we, we picked the team at the beginning and for those players who were probably playing and doing okay who came out of the team, the manager has a strict way of um, rewarding or rewarding system. So if you have the shirt, it's yours to keep. And obviously we see that again today with the same team picked. We didn't want to um, overly freshen things up or change things around. It's about winning the next game. Um, and today was about winning the next game. Newport County assistant manager Joe Dunn there. Well, I want to talk about is obviously we just heard then about the reward system. Mm-hmm. We're for unchanged first time in just over a year since Wayne Hatswell when he was the interim manager last season after the departure of Michael Flynn. What do you make of the reward system, Stephen? Do you think that's a positive? Because we've seen yesterday someone like Aaron Lewis, who under previous management was the first choice starter. And now under this management, he's he's had to wait for his time. Sometimes he's been the 19th, 20th man. We've seen him before the main squad go out and, and do some fitness drills. He mm. said in his post-match, that was a bit tough for him to take. So obviously, he's been a starter. He's been in and around the first choice 11. Now he's out in the wilderness. But someone like him came on yesterday with a real point to prove. And we can hear him from Joe. We know why. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, it's kind of... Um yeah, I think we've spoken about back to basics, and it is kind of like a, I, suppose, I wouldn't say like an old-fashioned concept, but it's, do you know what I mean? It's a real interesting concept, isn't it? It's like, you know, yeah, you've got 11 players that, you know, if they play well, they they, they get given the chance in the next game and and so on and so on. I think what that's done is, you know, it's, it's, it's improved. We've just spoken about it, and we the relationships on the pitch is improving because they're all familiar with each other. You know, it starts off at the back and then into the midfield and the forwards, and and I think what it's done is is to a degree what they've done is they've shaken things up a little bit because as you just said, somebody like Aaron Lewis who was expected to start has been taken out to the team, has not even been featuring in the squads, and you've seen the result of that yesterday by his performance. So if he can get that from all the other players, not just Aaron Lewis, then I think he's really on to something. Even um, Matty Dolan when he came on, oh he yeah, he looked scored. like a different player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, nearly scored a worldie as well. So, um, and I think that's what it will do because these players are going to be hungry now to to get into the team. But the only other thing is, is you don't want players to get complacent and think, oh well, I'm going to play every week now. The manager's picking the same team, but they're going to have to perform. And I think that's what they're probably saying as well. You know, you, you've got to keep performing. If you don't, you're going to lose your shirt, and then the next guy will come in until. You know, and so on and so on. So, um, yeah, I just think it's, yeah, I think we're just starting to see that. I, I, I'm going to call it the Graham Cochran effect because uh, <laughs> I just and I just think all these things that we've spoken about. I think he's, he's had a chance to work on with the team on the grass this week, which is why he spoke about in his opening press conference. He's not had much time to do that. You know, he's unbeaten. He's won one, drawn two in the league. He's kept two clean sheets. He's got results at two promotion contenders. We're moving up the home form table, the clean sheets table. It's it's all looking good at the moment. I think you know, you, you just said a real key point there, where it's probably always been there. You know, so we know that uh, there's competition for places. It's what every football club talks yeah. about, and it it might have been there under James, 
But it's very apparent now, isn't it? It's very clear. And I think what's mm. really good about this whole having it out in the open and us being more aware of it yeah. than ever before is that he backs it up. So he does turn mm. around and say, right, if you've had a good game, then you yeah. could potentially replace it. So, yes, it's, it's that battle between having that settled side but also having people who are hungry. And like you said, the subs came on and they, they, were, they were next level. Yeah. And that can only work if he kind of sees that process right the way through. But the problem is then is that you're going to lose that stability in the team. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, mm. Yeah. 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 I love the way you said both yeah and you've got blank expectation <laughs> on your face. So it's, it's, you've got the battle of having that same settled 11, but then if someone is performing when they come on, like Dolan, mm. like Aaron, then turn around and what do you do? do you ne- on the next game end, do you turn around and say, right, you two are in? Yeah. And Even on the training pitch as well, I think, if they impress in training over, say, say for example, I don't know, Thierry Neville's really impresses in training and he's been a fantastic trainer all week, you know. Well, Evans has been slacking a little bit, then, you know, I'm just picking two random players. I don't know what's going on in the training pitch. Mm. I, I just got to throw that in there. You should have gone to the open training day. That was I should have. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It's just um, time will tell. Time will tell. Yes, indeed. On the 3rd of December, with tribute tax to ACDC and the Foo Fighters, doors open at 7.30 and tickets are available at neon.co.uk. Right here. Right here. Right now. Right now. Newport City Radio. Okay, so we released an interview with Declan Drysdale a couple of weeks ago on Look Back in Amber, and it's still available now. So have a little listen to what Declan said when he was in with us a couple of weeks ago. We had Garvin and Jameson, and they talked about lookalikes. So, I know um, what you're going to say, yeah. I know <laughs> what's coming. Is there anybody in the current squad who looks like somebody famous or from a film? Or <laughs> so you can get your dig in first. I f- yeah, I feel like this is a question aimed for me, to be fair, because I do get the Prince Charming no. a lot. Oh, I do get the Prince Charming a lot. Yeah, but then is there Did you hear my else? suggestion? What is it? That if the club needs to make a bit of extra revenue around Christmas time, off to Panto you go. Well, the chairman did mention that when I first come. <laughs> they do a Christmas yeah. party or something every year, yeah. so he's, he yeah. wants me to go as Prince Charm, but oh, I'll, I'll, I'll see what. After talking to you for about 10, 15 minutes, we've got grander plans, so you're going to pop you at the riverfront. <laughs> on, what it's like, I'm sure it's Robin Hood this year at the riverfront. Um, it's bang to have a Prince Charming. Every Panto's got a Prince Charming, isn't well, it? Well, you know where I am now, don't but you? So y- yeah. You know, this, this wasn't intended to throw you under the bus, so you get a chance now to pass the buck on to another Player. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anyone else, is there? Is there any, anyone you guys would say? Nathan Mariah Welsh. Oh, speed. Like speed. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, well, yeah, that's what, he, that's what he gets called now. Speed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I need, because I'm old, I need I to mean, go and Google this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure it won't be hard to find hey, if you know how to use TikTok then. <laughs> hey, YouTuber? See, I said that a YouTuber. I don't think he's a YouTuber. I think he's on Snapchat with reflection of listening to that clip again. Okay, I don't okay. know. I still don't know who he is. Anyway, we know who Declan is, and you can catch the full interview on the website now at newportcityradio.org or wherever you get your podcasts from. Right here, right now. This is Newport City Radio. Okay, exciting stuff. The cup competition <laughs> just keep coming. What's happening next? We've got uh, the EFL Cup. It's Leicester away this coming Tuesday. And we're all going. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yep. So thank you to Ben at the club for sorting out the passes. Um, we're going to pile in the car on Tuesday afternoon and, and pop up to Leicester and, mm. and uh, see how the big boys do it. Yep, yep. Should be interesting. So uh, one question and one question only. Stephen, what do you think the score's going to be? Well, we've got two people in the 
in the uh, Newport County lineup. I'm going to call them Secret Agent Dimitru and Wildig. They were actually involved the last time Leicester lost to a League Two side. was against Shrewsbury in uh, November 2014. They lost 1-0. And uh, Mickey Dimitru played and Aaron Wildig was on the bench. So I'm going to go for the same scoreline. Newport County going to win 1-0. Positive, like it. Ben and Leicester are on a bit of a winning streak at the moment. Yeah, but, you know. As, as, as they're, Everton they're, supporters know. Yeah. No, we're still going to win one, though. Leicester won th- have won three out of their last four. The only one was a 1-0 defeat against Manchester City. Kevin De Bruyne has got an absolute rocket. I think, unfortunately, the underdogs are going to lose. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to say, so Newport County are going to win 2-1. Okay, then we've got a run of home matches. They continue with uh, a League Two match on Saturday the 12th of November at 3pm. Stockport of the visitors. Stephen, what's the score going to be? 14th in League Two. They're six points ahead of us at the moment. They're unbeaten in the last four matches. Drawn one, won three. The last seven, they won four. Drawn two, lost one. Uh, we haven't played them since January 1988. Lost 5-1. I'm going to say it's going to be a 2-1 win for Newport. Stockport have had a bit of a resurgence over the past few weeks at the start of the season. They were one of the hot favourites for promotion, obviously, coming up from the National League last season after winning the National League last season. But I think the good form's going to continue. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. I think it'll be 2-1 Newport. Brilliant. So what's happened to our clean sheets then, guys? Yeah, I know, but we're coming up against... Well, he's going to give us a clean sheet against Leicester. Okay, well, yeah, there's that, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much. Just letting you know, Sounds of Revelry, they're a great band and they're on the warm-up in Mar- Marquee on the 12th as well, so make sure you're there for that one. Thank you for taking time out to listen today. As always, we'd love to read your thoughts about our thoughts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram via direct message. We're also on email. Drop us a line, studio at newportcityradio.org. We will catch you on Sunday the 13th of November at 3pm as we look back in amber at the match against Stockport. More talking points, more banter and a sneak listen to our interview with Priestley Farquinson. Right here. Right here. Right now. Right now. Newport City Radio.